It's Wednesday night all over the world. It's Unspoken Request. Let's do that again. Uh, This isn't live, is it, Mike? Oh, we're live. It's Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. I had gum in my mouth. How embarrassing. That's not a professional move. You're lucky there's no teacher in here. Mike, it's episode 136 of Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Let's not waste any time. Let's try to uh, let's try to get a, a celebrity guest on the hotline. Oh, I think that's a great idea. Let's try to get a hot guest on the celebrity line. It works either way. Celebrity guest on the hotline. Or a hot guest on the celebrity line. There you go. That's what I'm saying. I like the idea that we have a celebrity line that only celebs can call into. Are you going to try it now, or... <sighs> Here it goes. I just don't hear anything, is all. Oh, it's ringing. Hello. Hello, is this Mr. Dave Hill? It, it really is. Thank you. Dave Hill, welcome to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Welcome back to the Thank show. Thank you for having me. What a delight. We've been getting... Two of my... Cards and What's letters. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you're two of my favorite gentlemen out oh. there today. Well, you're one of our favorites. We've been getting oh, you're just saying that. cards and s- stacks and stacks of cards and letters saying, when are you going to have Dave Hill back on Unspoken Requests right here on WFHB? And the answer, yeah. the answer, listener, is is right now. This very, right now, this, yeah. This very, and... And I fought it for legal reasons, well, uh, sure. which I can't get into, and, and certainly nothing personal, but just, uh, I guess, legal entanglements. Right. That's how I would describe them. Yeah. But, but they're behind me, and I, I'm uh, living, I'm doing great. Great. Uh, wh- where are you calling us from? New York? I'm in New York, yeah. I just got back. I was in uh, Wisconsin. Oh. And... Chicago over the weekend. I stayed in the city. Um, and now I'm back here in New York. All right. Full of full of Italian food. Hey, wait and, a minute. Uh, Our wives were in Chicago this weekend. That's true. Okay, this is Dave, awkward. you got some splaining to do. This is awkward, Mike. Um uh, oh god. Uh how do I say this? Um I treated them both like gold. I guess that's all I could say. I treated well, it's them, better than we do. So I treated them like the ladies they are. That's good. It's um, about time somebody top, Yeah, top shelf. Uh, and I let them take all, all my hotel toiletries, all the shampoo, conditioner, body washes. Uh, and I even grabbed some off the... Uh, you know, the main tray uh, for extras for them. So uh, they should be popping back for those soon. I apologize. I got really suspicious uh, when Jess opened her bag and all those little bottles fell out onto the bedspread today. Just... Yeah, well, I mean, if nothing else is called, we'll give you closure. Yeah, um, it does. It's a, le- it's a relief, at least in that way. Yeah. Before... Yeah, yeah. At least you know, you know, there's no question as to what happened. Before we go any further, we didn't really do a good job of introducing Dave Hill. Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, 
author, sure. author, musician, comedian, writer, lover, lover, and more. But this was a soft touch. And before we go any further with that, we need to back announce the music we just played very quickly. We heard Early Water Part 1 by Michael Honig and Manuel Gatchlings. We heard a two for Tuesday from the Turtles with So Goes Love and I Can't Stop. We heard oh, nice. Fuzzy Duck with Time Will Be Your Doctor. We also heard Blue Oyster Cult with Fire of Unknown Origin. From the soundtrack of The Beach Girls, we heard Waves, the song Waves, and we also heard Got to Get You Got to Get Got to Get You Into My Life. Not by the Beatles, but by Mr. Lou Rawls. Oh, yeah. What do you know about Lou Rawls, Dave Hill? There's not like a real good Lou Rawls biography out there. I was looking. Can you tell us some fun facts about Lou Rawls? Do you know anything about Lou Rawls? You know, I wish I were. No, I wish I could fire back a lot of facts about him. I, I am a big fan of his, but I don't know really his story. I mean, I love uh, his work. I mean, groovy people. Natural man. Um, he's got like a so many sold cold jams. I mean, yeah, he was on Bay, he was on Baywatch nights, the questionable oh. sort of uh, Baywatch. Um, what's that called? Uh, spinoff. Spinoff. Yeah, yeah. I, I apologize. It's the wine. The wine has <laughs> has unburdened me of of my gift of language. Uh, <laughs> And spinoff Baywatch Nights uh, to the uninitiated is Nights, is a show nights where, with an N, not Nights with a K N. Yeah, with an N, exactly right. Though the mistake would be understandable, someone <laughs> did have a K. But uh, David Hasselhoff, after a full day of keeping the beaches of Southern California safe, somehow time, found time for detective work at night. Oh wow! Yeah, it's crazy. Like he patrolling the beaches like uh, work you know supervising this whole crew of life scantily clad lifeguards and then he would uh, do detective work at night and Lou Rawls was the club owner in this show Baywatch Nights he was sort of the huggy bear of Baywatch uh, sure. Nights mm-hmm. okay. if you know what I mean if you know what I mean I guess that sort makes of, sense you sort of think of a lifeguarding as like a teenager's summer job so he probably wasn't making a ton of money during the day and that makes sense that he would need to pick up a side gig to pay the yeah, yeah. Out. yeah but it was just like he was really working I mean he was working like all day <laughs> I don't know when he slept really yeah but uh yeah Lou Lou Rawls was on that show and he was kind of like you know, the enemy informer, as it were. A term I just made up, I think. Enemy <laughs> Unless I, I, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A, mo- a, a mole, I guess. Mm-hmm. A rat. But, uh, I say that on a rat. Sure. They don't tattle. Really He's not sure. tattling. No, he was just like a guy with his ear to the streets, yeah. I guess is what I meant to say. Yeah, that's good. But uh, yeah, I'm big fan, big Lou Rawls fan. Um. Yeah, but I don't. I don't really know his uh, his backstory. Maybe we should do a podcast series about uh, like serial or something. But it's all about. <laughs> I like investigative journalism. Yeah. Yeah, Lou the Rawls. story behind Lou Rawls. I mean, what a great guy. I mean, 
just the jams. I mean, even if you could lady love, I know, like, the way I did that, you're like, is Lou Rolf, <laughs> yeah. is he I mean, lady love? His work, on, his work on the Garfield specials alone. Wait, what? I mean, a lot of people only know him from his work on the Garfield animated uh, holiday specials. See, this is the thing, like, I, that's not a territory I wade into. Now, I'm not anti-Garfield, but yeah, I wouldn't have seen that. He was on that? Oh yeah, he uh he he does the uh the the, the music. Like he's uh, he's you know singing the uh the songs. And he also did a, a full length oh, album yeah. with a, a lady I'm forgetting her name called Here Comes Garfield. Nermal. Where, the, where they do no, not Nermal. Where they they sing uh songs about uh Garfield and the Garfield verse. Uh, I think that was back in the late 80s, I want to say. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'll send you some links, Dave. I, I like that he stayed busy. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, would have been easy to Speaking just... Uh, uh, yeah, West, rest on your... Uh, I'm starting to make a laurel. 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 Rest on your laurels. Rest on your... He sold 40, <laughs> 40 million albums. Wow. And, you know, he probably got screwed on a lot of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so I want to say he made a dollar on them, but probably not. Um, from Chicago, the city I was in earlier this morning. Uh, singing, gospel, I think we saw that coming. Uh, now, if you're looking at his Wikipedia page, uh, military. don't check out the, uh, the assault charge. Wait, he assaulted somebody? This is how I find out. Oh man, I I was I was just as bummed to three times about it as you are right now. Square. They had one. Doesn't say anything about the assault assault charge that I can see. Okay, good. Maybe maybe it was just a nightmare that I had, where I was Who reading Wikipedia in my nightmare. Who did he assault? A uh, a lover, I think. Oh, allegedly. It's not oh, on the Wikipedia. No. Yeah, someone probably did. Uh, Was this on the Garfield forums where you read this? Garfieldopedia, <laughs> maybe. Hey, speaking of spe- uh, speaking of keeping busy, Dave Hill has written four books now. I know. Gosh, that's four more than my. Any of my teachers would have predicted. <laughs> and uh, a new one is out now. Is that correct? Yeah. It just came out this past Tuesday um, worldwide. Um, now, so, uh, how do you, how do so, you yeah. how do you say, I mean, I know what the words are and how do you say it, but how do you, uh, I don't know which syllable, syllables are uh, the inflection of the syllables in the title. Can you... Uh, uh, tell us the, the title of your new book, please. I say the awesome game, but you could say the awesome game. Okay. I guess it is the awesome game, but I maybe it is. Maybe it's just that I've been drinking wine that I say the <laughs> awesome game. I don't know why the awesome game. I don't know. Yeah. The awesome game. I should know if or it was man. the awesome game or the awesome game. Oh, I the can o- barely. I mean, they're you know, they're pretty similar though. But yeah, we're uh, pushing raisins here. Uh, the game we're talking about is hockey. 
That's exactly right. One man's incredible globe-crushing hockey odyssey. It's about hockey ostensibly. Um, so I feel like anyone who likes hockey is just going to be like, this is the greatest book I've ever read. But what if I, I just what if I just like truly, the movie Slapshot? That's all I know. It's honestly, then you're going to love it even more. Oh, because great! It's truly written like at that level. Like if you like Slapshot, <laughs> you're going to love this book because I don't. I mean, I love hockey, but it's the book is not doesn't have a lot of like stats and you know play-by-play but you know like the the hockey vibe that Slapshot puts out where you're just like oh yeah I don't know why I just want to be around this yes you know what I'm saying for sure I feel like that was my goal with this book I was like I just want to project the aura of the movie Slapshot using real life events and now that I've said that out loud I'm going to use that moving forward in every interview (laughs) All right. Um, but that's basically what the book is. It's basically the aura of Slapshot <laughs> with me traveling around the world, watching hockey, playing hockey. And I, I, you know, I did try to write it for people that just want to read a book that hopefully they'll find entertaining, you know, because, you know, I, I can't I can't say this about my own writing, but I know when I enjoy a writer, I don't really care what they're talking about. I just am psyched that they're talking, you know what I mean? Or writing. (laughs) So like the writers that I enjoy, they could just talk about anything. And I'd be like, okay, sure. Talk about what you had for breakfast. I don't care. So that's always my goal when writing a book is like, I wanted to not saying I succeed on at that, but I say this, um, to seduce the, uh, non-hockey fan, but also, um, I think non-hockey fans might, you know, maybe they'll be like, oh, I'll check out hockey, you know? In the same way that, like, are you guys Premier League soccer fans? Jared is. I'm not. I'm not, actually. Oh. Oh, you're not. So, but you get it. Like, oh, yeah. we all have We all have friends who are, like, weirdly into it. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and they'll be like, oh, you got to root for Arsenal. You have to root for Liverpool. And they get all... And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I could be led into, I could be uh, seduced. I'm trying to do the same thing for hockey with this book. It's a gateway book. It's a gateway book. But even like, if you walk away, like, I don't want to go to a hockey game. I, I, I hope, I hope it's a fun read. I tried to. This is like other stuff. I went to Kenya, and uh, I saw hockey? a baboon. I played hockey with the Kenya Ice Lions, the wow. only team. In all of Kenya. Awesome. And it was truly amazing. Um, And I saw a baboon steal a loaf of bread from a bunch of school children while I was there. And it was truly maybe the greatest thing I've ever witnessed in my life. (laughs) Like just so many things happening. Just And it's so raw to my eyes. Just, you know, because I never... You know, being from the Midwest, as you as you guys are, yeah. I mean, I know, uh, Jared, I believe you're a Midwesterner, maybe not. I um, am, yes. But I think you are. Oh, yeah. So, like, as you, I can, I, as speaking for all of us, like, 
feel like I can say our baboon access has been limited. Yeah. <laughs> and to see a baboon, like there's a bunch of school children. You're like, okay, that's adorable. And then a baboon comes from out of nowhere and you're just like, I don't know what this guy is capable of. Like, is he going to kill them? I don't know. And, uh, you know, the hope is no, but he starts running towards them like, oh, fuck. I think I might need to fight this, this baboon because I'm the only only one within, you know, that I can see that it maybe has a shot against this baboon. But then the baboon just grabs the loaf of bread from the school teacher. So I guess he really stole it from the school teacher. From an adult, that's I, better. I, I really set up the story wrong. Um, but an adult had a bag, you know, like kind of a Wonder Bread looking loaf of bread. Oh, not and a baguette. It wasn't like a French teacher with a baguette. No, no. I have to stress it was like a bag of sliced bread because it changes the whole visual yeah. from the story. <laughs> and and I uh, and I truly believe it's a much funnier story. If we're talking about a bag of a plastic bag of bread, <laughs> I don't know why I believe that to be funnier, but I believe it to be easily twice as funny yeah. as a bag a baguette theft. <laughs> um, I don't know if you agree with that, but I, oh, but I, I, certainly I, do. I believe, yeah, certainly. yeah, it's just funnier. It's funnier. So he grabs the bread and he starts running away, and he's looking behind. He's looking back. You would think he would just run off, but he's looking back. This is the thing, like, we have people as as we, uh, there's people that doubt evolution. But if I could show them one thing, <laughs> I, had a, I wish I had videoed this, but I didn't. Um, but to watch a baboon steal a loaf of bread and then kind of keep looking over his shoulder like, holy sh**, are you guys chasing me? Am I getting away with this? <laughs> and then he realizes like okay they're not chasing me I am getting away with this and he gets a little further away and he's looking over and he's kind of taunting them like that's right motherfuckers I just stole your bread <laughs> and then and then he's just like he gets a little further away and he's like yeah I did it and he's just like jubilant and then on the other end, like probably 50 yards away, there's three other baboons waiting. And they're just like, oh my God, Danny, or whatever they call him, you know. <laughs> they're like, you did it, you did it, you stole the red. And he he starts running towards them. So, and they're, they, and, and I as well thought, you know, he's going to share the bread with them. But then he just keeps on running past them. <laughs> and they're like, what the f I thought we were going to have bread. And I was just like, that bab baboon could go on to be the president of the United States. <laughs> like, the level of confidence to pull that off, it was really... I'm All by way of saying, what, what, in terms of evolution, I was just like, what more do you need? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, you didn't see the, where he ended up with the bread? He got away and was gone. No, I mean, yeah, I assumed he maybe he had other friends to meet up yeah. with. But I just like, wondered, I, I kind of like the idea of him, like, going running off into his little home and uh, just, like, making some sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, he's got his own thing. He's like, oh, I have, like, some uh, beetroot here. <laughs> I'll make that. Speaking of food, yeah. what, what, uh, 
what are the best foods to eat while you're uh, like say you're sitting in a sitting at your buddy's house on the couch watching a hockey game? What what are the best kind of snacks for that? In oh, your opinion, hockey snacks. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I guess I would say, you know, in the perfect world, you want to have poutine, but that's really hard to find outside of Quebec and certain parts of Ontario to feel to get like really quality poutine in my experience mm-hmm. even though I'm fully a, you know what poutine is right it's oh yeah basically like I uh, you know there's fries, a gravy and there's a curd. there's a vegeta- there's a vegetarian restaurant here in town called the Owler Owlery and they serve poutine and I I enjoy it a lot Dave can I oh, tell nice. you something crazy sure uh, when Jared orders the poutine that he's talking about you just you just described poutine to us fries and gravy that those are the essential elements uh, sure. With other things as well, but uh, when Jared here, my friend who's sitting right in front of me, uh, orders the poutine at this restaurant, he asks, "Hold the gravy, please. No gravy for me. <laughs> Can you just put buffalo sauce on instead?" Oh wow! Which is not technically poutine, I understand, and I don't do that all the time. But at this particular place, uh, sometimes I do. <laughs> That's a real I have Midwest to say- poutine. Having heard this out loud, that sounds amazing. I'm fully in. And also, yeah, like, because being, I, I don't eat beef. I don't eat mammals, basically. I've drawn a, an arbitrary line uh, towards vegetarianism. And I'm like, not a vegetarian, but not. I, I don't know what I am. I guess I'm a pollo pescatarian would be the. Oh. So it, it makes, you have to either find, like, vegetarian poutine with like mushroom gravy or you just have to I sometimes in Canada only I'll turn a blind eye and if I don't read that it's beef gravy it doesn't say beef gravy yeah plausible deniability yeah I'll just be like well how could I possibly know what that gravy is made of (laughs) I'll have that you know and I you know but the guilt usually prevails I, I've only um, had I've only had Canadian poutine once, and it was from a Tim Hortons, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, that's probably not very good. I had it from an AW. Yeah. I mean, AW in in Montreal was very bad. Yeah, I loved it, but I can only imagine that uh, there's even better poutine out there. So. I mean, when you get really good poutine, it's it's really you're like, oh, this is really good. But yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Like if it's not good, you're like, what am I, what, what am I doing? <laughs> right. Uh, um, Dave, where, where, where can people find this book? And is there? Uh, I'm glad you asked. Is there an audiobook out now, or is it forthcoming? There is an audiobook. The book is everywhere. It's out worldwide. It came out a week before everywhere in the United States, just for to monitor side effects before it was released in the States. Yeah. Because there's been a bit of a snafu in the United States with the audiobook, which is very frustrating. Because the audiobook, as you can imagine, is incredible. And I recorded it having not had any wine. I I need to stress. (laughs) I've had wine and bourbon. If I'm just being... You guys are friends, so I'll tell you. I've had wine and bourbon. Uh, in the same, but, you, you mix them up in the in the same glass. No, I'm not a monster. I'm okay. not a monster. Okay. But I had them unsettled. Yeah. But 
No, the audiobook is done and out there, but uh, through uh, uh, things I don't quite understand, it's, it's, I think it's not quite available everywhere in the United States, and it might take a few more weeks, which is uh, nothing short of stupid, uh, but uh, it, it is what it is. So I'll probably miss out on some audio styles in America by people that are just like, oh, I guess there's no audiobook. But anyone listening, there is an audiobook. You just might have to wait a few weeks if it's not already available on Audible. I think it's available on Audible, but then someone said they can't find it. I don't know. My life's a mess, is my point. But basically, <laughs> in, a few, in, in a short time, it will be available if it's not already wherever you're looking. Great. I, and it's amazing. I've read, I read it myself. I've read some of your past books, and I've listened to the audiobook of some of your past books. Both enjoyable experiences that I would recommend. Thank you. Wow, that's a plug from Jared. Yeah. Straight up. They're, I'll take it. They're, they're funny. Jared. They're funny books. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I enjoy. Yeah, books I'm, I'm hoping it's an enjoyable literary experiences, and um, you know, just my own paranoia uh, on the career level. I always want people to buy them, so because I'm like, I hope I get to do another one. Because every book you go, like, will I get to do another one? And, uh, and you're not trying to steal a loaf of bread from school children just to survive because your book didn't sell. No, I mean, things are good. Things are good. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, you know, I, but I want to, uh, I would like to write another book. I have no idea what it'll be about. Something incredible. Can, can we pick but, the topic uh, for the next one? <laughs> I would love that because I love you guys. You guys are smart, <laughs> thoughtful guys. All right. And uh, I'm fans of what you guys both do, so I would love it if you take the topic and right. just. And I also I have to stress this: I love an assignment. Oh, I yeah. find mm-hmm. I find like my favorite thing in my life as an artist, if I may use that in a broad umbrella oh, term, is you know I do what I do, but my favorite thing is when people just say here are your parameters, come up with something. And then I'm just like, okay, that's, I can do that. That's the easiest thing. It's my favorite thing. So yeah, just tell me what the next book's about and I'll go write it. Great. We'll, we'll like do it. some brainstorming and get yeah. you a list of, of notes. I would be absolutely thrilled. Great. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like when someone's like, Hey, we're doing a show and the theme is, uh, uh, regrettable candies. And you go like, oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Brock, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> not to, I'm not taking a shot at the whole Brock's lineup, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I wonder what their current lineup even is. I wouldn't know. I don't know if they're in the candy game anymore. Yeah. I don't even know. We were just talking about Brock's yesterday. yesterday. Those, those little, um, <laughs> like in the, gro- at least in my grocery store growing up in the produce section, there'd be the little, you know, the little box you put a nickel in. You could take a take a candy. You know what I'm talking about? I do not. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, uh, and then like, I think they maybe did Necco wafers, which are like the, the most regrettable candy of all time. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Uh, Halloween was but still also amazing. Halloween was yesterday. 
Dave, what's your favorite? What What is your favorite candy, Dave? This is going to sound. Uh, I mean, of like things that you can buy, and, and aside from like artisanal, yeah, type things. I'm in, I'm gonna go as with always. Like when people ask me my favorite moves, you know, I, I have to go, you know, Criterion Channel title, uh-huh. just to be just to let people know that I'm a, that I'm a bit of a prick. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I would say my favorite candies. There's um, in Norway they have a Kit Kat that's called something else. I can't remember what it's called. But it's like Norwegian for like quick snack or whatever. Okay. But it, it's like, it's like a better Kit Kat. It's like a, it's just like a bad Kit Kat. And then that's my favorite, I would say. And then I also like Cadbury fruit and nut bars. Basically oh. chocolate, chocolate with fruit and nut. And then to add a prick element. Um, I guess there's versions that they make here in the States and despite not really being able to tell the difference, I would say that I would like the UK version better because it's supposed to be better quality. Um, so those are my offhand. Those are my two favorites. Though I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I like Reese's Cups. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reese's Cups. Because uh, I was like, uh, Reese's Cups, I like that. I mean, those are amazing. Um, Not opposed to a whatchamacallit. That's my favorite. The Take 5, the pretzel caramel chocolate thing. That is amazing. I avoid I don't pretzel. Know. I don't know why exactly. M- Mike was really uh, into this one that they just continued. And he was buying it uh, in... Whenever, whenever, wherever he could. What was it? What was that, Mike? The Snickers Cruncher. Oh, I thought it was something else, like Hershey's. Oh. No, it was the Snickers Cruncher. Oh, okay. Co- oh no, no, no. Yeah, that you're. There was that was another one. They discontinued. Gold member. Or yeah, something. the Hershey's Gold. Oh wow. That yeah, was great. I tried to yeah, buy a box at a gas station one time, and they wouldn't let me because <laughs> they said it was expired. <laughs> and I said, "I'll buy the whole box." And they said, "Sorry." Oh, sir. I love that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, like you know, gas station. I'm a big fan of uh, on the road. I like Big Newtons because oh yeah, I tell too. my I tell myself that's like not a very bad snack, even though it probably is. But I enjoy a Fig Newton. I really like. Do you guys have Tate's cookies in Indiana? What is it? Tate's T A T E. No. Apostrophe S. No. They've expanded quite a bit. I mean, we have them in Ohio even, um, but it used to be like, they're these amazing cookies that are really good. And I've, I've been like singing their praises, like I swear before they had the massive distribution they have now and I've really gained nothing from it. <laughs> like I really would have thought that they would have been like, thank you, but nothing, yeah. nothing from the Tate's people. But those cookies are really great. Though that we're getting, we're veering into cookie territory. Yeah, I would um, say my favorite is the Score Bar, S K O R. It's a toffee, toffee bar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yeah, a faux Swedish yeah. chocolate bar <laughs> with uh, 
with um it's basically like a superior beef bar yeah it's a little i th- feel like the toffee is a little thinner like the chocolate to toffee toffee ratio is just right where i want it yeah. uh oh absolutely score bar is amazing totally completely concur all right great hey dave we're almost out of time with you uh but but before we oh, before shit. we before we let you go why did I, I did something wrong no no you're your your manager's on the other end saying time's up. No, yeah, uh, time's up. We've got to get him on with Larry King. It's exactly. Larry King's waiting. <laughs> I now I have to ask: Is this show live? It's, it's live to tape. It's live to tape. We are recording it uh, in one session, uh, no stopping, and then it, right, right. then it's aired uh, two day, three days later. In this case, um, okay, so right now it. it's it's Wednesday night. It's almost midnight, the witching hour, as you as you may say. Uh, yeah. Um, November first. <laughs> oh yeah. Tell me. Yeah. So, uh, the Day book, of the Dead. Th- that's right. The book, the awesome game, one man's. Oh dear! What's the rest of the Incredible. title? Incredible. Incredible. No, no, you don't have to feel bad. Not that you suggested that you did, but. Um, I struggle to remember okay. it myself, and I wrote it. Um, the awesome game, one man's incredible, globe-crushing hockey odyssey. And if Come you now, and if you like Dave's books, you'll you'll enjoy his music. We didn't we didn't even talk about your music, but go to Dave's website. You can find find out all about all he does. Yeah, I feel yeah. You're just gonna like all of it. Yeah, and uh, and I need it. I need you to like all of it because I yeah, I'm gonna pay. Dog walker. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Well, no. as you can tell, neither Mike nor myself have read the new one yet, but we look forward to it. I've enjoyed that. I'll send you guys copies. We'll we'll text. We're in a you know, you guys we got a group text. I love you guys. I hope you know, like in a world of uh of ugliness, filth, <laughs> deceit, and treachery. <laughs> I I really think you guys are top-notch gentlemen well shoot well, thanks, I, love, Dave. I love you guys and uh mike adams if anyone's listening i feel like if someone's listening they're already fully converts to the the uh, mike mike adams that is on its way but truly i don't know you'd be surprised you you assume people know things about <laughs> things but sometimes they don't sometimes sometimes they need a dave hill to let them know maybe but it's just like uh, just such great music, and and it it's always great. It's consistently great. Like, you know, you hear like a new record, and you're like, that motherfucker. <laughs> like, I like I hear it, and I'm like, I I love him, but I I want him dead at the same time <laughs> for being so good. Well, Dave, I don't even well, know what to say to that. We love you too. The feeling's mutual, except for the wanting you dead. Yeah, we don't want you dead. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I don't really want you. You're not, you're, you're completely safe. I would never. You're not in danger. It's just okay. Good. You know. Well, yeah, that I saloon know. door swings both ways, Dave. Wine on one side, bourbon on the other. We love you too very much. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. I'm honored. All right, check out the new book, Dave. Get back to that wine and bourbon. Have a great night. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm done. But I, I shouldn't have. It's funny. Like I, here's. I'm just gonna. I'll let you go, but. I, uh, a friend I don't see that often was like, Hey, pulling through town, you want to get together? And, and I said, of course, you know, cause you know, 
if I may use the hockey reference, you drop the gloves. Oh, great. You know, when a friend's like, hey, I'm here. So I went and met him and drank a little, ate some food, drank some wine and bourbon. I walked in the apartment and my girlfriend said, you know, I, I said, oh, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to talk to uh, Jared and Mike on the radio show. And she said, after what you've just done, <laughs> you're going to talk to him? And I, I said, yeah, 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 it'll be fine. No one will notice. No one will, no one will notice. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they pro- but uh, at the same time, they probably will. Um, but uh, anyway, I'll let you guys go. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, Gorgeous Dave. man. Let me tell you one more thing before you go. Uh, mm-hmm. You were talking about getting Fig Newtons um, and also uh, getting a drink with a friend. And I remember that you learned that I'm a gout sufferer one time while we were having a drink as friends. And uh, um, yes. I think that I triggered my gout by eating too many dates the very first time. I think I overdid it on the dates, which is what triggered the gout. But that's not what I want to tell you. What I want to tell you is <laughs> when I'm eating figs at home, I always tell my kids that I'm Newton free just eating the figs. <laughs> they That's never amazing. laugh. They never laugh, but I tell them every time. Uh, no. It'll hit them years from now. But <laughs> we talk. We must have talked about that. I'm going to send you. I got to get you. Do you have a gout stool? <laughs> you mentioned sending me a gout stool, but uh, I've got Jared. I have him just get on all fours in front of me oh. and I put my feet on his back, and it works great. Uh, yeah, a, a gout stool is really that's peak. That's the height of success. Peak My grandfather opulence. had a gout, a gout stool, and it's covered in velvet. I mean, oh, it's really it's wonderful. Yeah, it's truly. You got to get a gout stool. All right. Well, I will. <laughs> An element that's caused by luxury living. Yeah, I love it. I'm an extravagant man, so. Oh, I know. I've lived it. <laughs> Well, Dave, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thank you, Dave. Uh, yeah, we love you. All right, Hopefully thanks, we'll talk you guys. soon. All right. All right. Have a great night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. I wasn't blowing smoke. I really love Dave Hill. One of the greats. His stand-up comedy is so funny. His books are so great. His music is good. Great. And he's very nice. Great dresser. Oh, one of the best dressers I know, personally. No joke. He and what? David Woodruff. I put those guys up there. Yeah. Hey, we got to go, Mike. Oh, we have to take a break. You're right. We'll be back with hour two of Unspoken Requests right after this. I'll tell you something, Mike. We're It's after midnight here on Unspoken Requests. Thanks for listening to your old pals, Jared and Mike. Once again on the radio. It's now November 2nd. I can't believe we survived another October, Jared. You get scared at Halloween? Not any more than any other day. That's good. We heard Brazil by Jobim. We heard When You Wish Upon a Star by Cliff Edwards.
We heard Joker Man by Daniel Romano's Outfit. We heard Caribbean Wind by Bob Dylan. I saw Bob Dylan a couple weeks ago. I saw Daniel Romano's Outfit not too long ago. That was, that was pretty long ago. Well, in my mind, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it's the last... Rock, it was like a year ago, right? It's the last rock show that bowled me over. That I saw. That bowled me over. Bowled you over. Yeah. How was Bob Dylan? Bowled me over. Really? I wouldn't say I was bowled over, but it was it was a great show. Wow. I enjoyed it. I heard the second show. So I heard from people who had... My friend that I went with, friend of the show, AD, yeah, said that he talked to someone who'd said that they had seen Dylan dozens of times, maybe 20 times. And at our show, he said thank you five times after performing a song, which is more than he's spoken in any of the other shows or something like that. They wow. Said, which is a big deal. But then I guess the night after that, That's he said- not a big deal. Well, it is not a big, it's a big deal. It's a big difference from the way he normally big acts. Is what okay, I'm saying. Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah. The next night, though, I think I, uh, uh, he said thank you after nearly every song, which wow. is a big deal. Wow. And he even made a comment from the stage. Bob Dylan's polite. Where he said, uh, he stop said, the presses. He said, uh, uh, he did a, a Mellencamp cover and he said something about a, uh, being a Hoosier and then he said uh, if you don't know what a Hoosier is look it up on Wikipedia <laughs> and then he repeated the look it up on Wikipedia part really? yeah that's what I heard from someone who was there uh yeah anyway it was a great show he played a lot of the new songs now I don't know much about Bob some of the old All right. You heard it here first. Do you think he suffers from Britney Spears' disease at all? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're getting at, but fame, I don't like fame, it. Fame. Fame. Oh, Mike, Mike, the stars, they're, ju- they're just like us. Oh. We're all made out of the same star stuff. That's true. Good point. I just mean... I mean, I being famous is going to do all kinds of things to a person. That's what I'm talking about. Who What's knows? it done to him, I wonder? What would he be like if he wasn't so famous? Like, I don't know. It's just funny to me to be like, he said, thank you. Whoa. Oh, (laughs) no, it's just uh, typically he just these days just plays the songs and doesn't speak from the stage. Yeah. Uh, Which is fine. I don't have a problem with any of it. None of it. Say thanks or don't say anything or nothing at all. Whatever's fine. Uh, I'm just trying to think philosophically about it uh like what's the difference uh like why why are i mean i'm with you it's like wow bob dylan said thanks from stage wow neat like why do we care (laughs) i've stumped him (laughs) i've stumped jared Well, it's like what? It's like what? What's different now that he's saying it, and he and he didn't first all, and barely sp- spoke from the stage and before, yeah. and now he is. What's going on? What's changed in his heart? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's had a 
Maybe, uh, maybe the scales again. Fall, fell off his eyes. Anyway, it was a good show. Where was that one? The Marat Theater. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I saw him once at the IU Auditorium. And he was funny that night. He said a lot of things, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, not a lot, but... He, was he doing those, like, you might be a redneck if jokes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I he guess had just seen, be funny. He had just been on tour with Jeff Foxworthy before that. That and, explains uh, it, yeah. He was like, you guys know this material? And he was just like... Oh, he had this one joke that was like, then he would do the and joke. And he, he would hold up a sign that would be like a baby on board sign or something, but it says, I'm with, I'm with stupid. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm, what was that? Here's your sign <laughs> sign. Stu it should say stupid on it. I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm with stupid, I think is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. That was the t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's your sign. Yeah, what was, that was Bill Engvall. What was his sign? Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he never said, and we all just went along with no, it. No, I think the sign was. I'm, I know he said something, but I like the idea that uh, we all just got. We were so entranced by his charms that we didn't even question it. Our sign, sure, give us a sign. We know we were all looking for a sign, you know. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. Are you? Not to brag, wow. but I'm sure I'm surprised you couldn't uh, tell just by the way I act. <laughs> well, the, the way you are, you are very Capricornish. Uh, I don't think I know anyone else who's ever said to me, "I'm a Capricorn." That's the first time anyone's ever said that sign to me, verbally. I'm sure I know some I, others. Yeah. But. Well, I got some thinking to do. I need to read yeah. up about Capricorns to figure out what the heck is going on with you. I'm a Virgo. Yeah, I, I'm right on the line. Obviously, right on the line. Obviously, you're a Virgo. Obviously, you're a Virgo, Virgo with a. Uh, I'm a cusper. With a. Uh, you know, Mike Adams is a pretty common name. Our guest uh, during the first hour, Dave Hill. That's also a pretty common name. Yeah, you guys are hard to hard to Google if you want to find you. <laughs> that's right. We like to keep it that way. We're elusive. You know, Bob Dylan gave himself a new name you could do that my elementary school English uh, sorry my elementary school music teacher should have done that do you want to guess what that man's name was this was in the 1980s he was a music teacher at elementary schools what was his name Bob Dylan <laughs> D-I-L-L-O-N correct okay Was he a fan of the music of Bob Dylan? I don't know, but he was the first person I ever heard about Bob Dylan from, because he was like, I'm the music teacher, my name's Bob Dylan, ha ha ha, and me and these other farm kids in the 1980s are just like, what is funny about that? Why are you telling us that as <laughs> yeah. if it's some kind of thing? Right. He's like, you know, like Bob Dylan. We're like, we do not know. Yeah. Garth Brooks, we know. Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> Now we're talking. That's right. Well, I think we've covered everything we need to talk to on this. No, we didn't. Uh, did we finish back announcing all that music? I oh, think yeah. we did. Wait, surely. Okay. God, all right, I hope good. so. All right. Mike, what is the topic of today's show? What do we want to talk about? 
Oh, what's, on, what's on your mind? You should have asked me that days ago, because I I don't know. I've been so I've been so uh, swamped in my work. I've been neck deep in work. Knee deep in donuts, as the as the saying goes. You know, speaking of knee deep in donuts, there's a new Beatles song coming out oh, soon. There is a new Beatles song. Are you excited for the new Beatles song? I shouldn't be, but I am. Oh, why shouldn't you be? Oh, it's I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's just some John Lennon demo that probably I haven't even heard the. What demo are you version. talking about? Real love and uh, free as a bird. I happen to know personally that you like those songs. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the Beatles' two best songs. I also happen to really love those songs. And this is from that same batch. It's... They they tried to mess with it one afternoon back then. And it was so bad. I heard that the the, the limitations of the technology are what made them unable to... I heard to. that George Harrison said it was effing rubbish. And that's a quote. <laughs> wow. From Wikipedia. He, 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 he did an interview with Wikipedia back in 1996 and said, put this back in the vault. Rubbish. I wish uh, Americans said rubbish. We just don't do it. It's just not done here. But I like that word. All right. So the Beatles are going back on tour. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Lynn, would he be in the band? And, and, and change his name to Jeff Lennon? Well, the thing is, they should probably somehow fold the two surviving Beatles into the Wilburys, since there's only two surviving Wilburys. Jeff Lynn and Bob Dylan. And that would tie this whole conversation together, finally. And there'd be a... We'd have a real reason for talking about all this stuff. Alright, let's, let's, let's think outside the bun here. Let's, let's, let's say the Beatles are going back on tour. Uh-huh. It's Paul... And Ringo, okay? You gotta have those two guys. Okay. <laughs> Definitely those two. Who, who, what's it, what's it, let's pick two new Beatles from, uh, that are maybe younger people who are not involved necessarily with the Beatles. Oh, Justin Beatle. Uh, Bieber. No, 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 no. Um, I'm thinking. Beeble. Justin Beeble. Justin. What... <laughs> yeah. Um, who would be good? Who would be a good new Beatle? What you know the how they got you know how they yeah, got John yeah. Mayer to be a new uh uh grateful yeah or they got that guy Adam member. what's his name to be Freddie Mercury exactly exactly Mike that's what I'm saying uh but you don't like Justin Bieber I just suggested him and you shot it down right away yeah I, so I, what are the criteria what are you Do you oh. want him to be able to impersonate the the dead Beatles hmm good question. Or do you want someone to bring their no. own flavor? Do they need to play the instrument? I'm saying no. I'm saying let's re... re uh, okay. DJ Khaled is George. Reca You've seen him play that guitar. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> it was gently weeping. <laughs> I wouldn't call that gentle. What yeah. he did to that <laughs> yeah, guitar that was, was not gentle. Yeah. I know. I know what we'll do. Who are yours? Who are you, who are you saying it's, are the new it, Beatles? Well, I don't have anyone off the top of my head. I think what I need to do is look at my uh, my artist playlist on my <laughs> on my telephone. Okay, and it'll just come to me. All right. Like who would? Maybe Carly Rae Jepsen. You know, I'm not familiar with her stuff. I know you're a fan. She might be a good Beatle. <laughs> okay. 
Hmm. But not Megan Trainer. Definitely not. Oh. Definitely not. Wonder why you're saying that. Any ideas, Mike? <laughs> I've been shooting out a lot of ideas here. You don't like any of them. Are you, in this scenario, are you the manager of the new Beatles? And are they called the new Beatles? <laughs> no, no, no. They're just called the Beatles. And they're, <laughs> they just have two new members who are, um, let's say, um, hmm, looking through my list here. I mean, I would stick Jeff Lynn in there. I would do that. Okay. Let's say Jeff Lynn. As John or George? As John. Jeff Lennon. Jeff Lennon. Yeah, right. You said that. And then who's going to take the spot of George? I'm going to say... Hmm. He had such a great sense of humor. It's got to be someone funny. He did? George Harrison? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I knew him. Let's say maybe, uh... Hmm. Kurt Vile, would he be a good Beatle? Sure. Maybe? Yeah, why not? I mean, why not Lewis Rogers? Hmm. I mean... I mean, I would say he's not famous enough, but being in the Beatles will get you real famous. So that's the all Beatles you need. He, he's got the the musical. The Beatles were not ability. famous when they got started. <laughs> they were not famous. True. They became famous because they were the Beatles. Imagine if the Beatles never happened. There was that whole movie where the Beatles never happened. I didn't see it, but uh, just imagine if uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. We're just guys out in the world. We're just some guy you could bump into. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, Ringo would probably be working at Bloomington Foods. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he said he wanted to be a hairdresser. Oh, yeah. Folks, you may not believe... Let's say, let's say Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Jeff Lynne, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr. That's the Beatles. Okay. You're a Swifty, too. I know that. Did you see the movie? The movie... Oh, no, I didn't. Are you gonna? Uh, probably not. Why? You're a big fan. I wouldn't call... I'd call myself a fan. I wouldn't call myself a big fan. I'd call you a big fan. You I mean, would. she has big fans. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say you're one of those. I would say I'm... I would say But you I'm, are definitely bigger than most of her fans. I am larger <laughs> than most of her fans, yes. Um, yeah. Have you been to any new restaurants in town yet, Mike? Yeah, I went to Valencia. Vivencia. What's it called? Oh, you did? Vivencia? What's it called? Vivencia. Yeah, tell me all about it. It was great. When did you go? What did you have? I went on my anniversary for breakfast. And I had 
something that I'm forgetting. Chilaquiles burrito. Breakfast burrito. Chilaquiles. You can't. Breakfast burrito. Keep doing this. That's what I had when I went there the one time. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. You gotta get different things so we know what's going. Different, different, different options are. Just got the. Um, no, that's what I did have. It was good. Yeah, it was very good. And I had a cup of coffee that was good. Just had the like Venezuelan protein plate or something. Okay. That was also looked great, and I had one a bite of it, and it was good. I'm excited to go back. I liked that place. I tried to buy a gift card as we were leaving. They did not sell gift cards yet. So hopefully they'll get that turned around. Well, it's time for Celebrity Birthdays. It's November 2nd. Happy birthday, wherever you are, to Marie Antoinette, born on this day. Wow. In 1755. Now, was that were we? Was that the same calendar? Was that the... Or what are we on? The Gregorian calendar? Was that the same calendar oh, we were using? I don't know. Either. Couldn't tell you. Happy birthday to Nelly. 48 years old. Happy birthday, November 2nd, to David Schwimmer. Oh, David Schwimmer. David Schwim... Oh, I'm not... Never mind. Say no more. All we're going to say is happy birthday, David Schwimmer. Happy birthday to... Now, all of these are YouTube stars that I've never heard of. <laughs> So I don't even know which one to Where pick. Where are you getting this information? Celebritybirthdays.com. <laughs> no, no, we have our own private research uh, oh, good. firm. Good, good. Um, happy birthday to Daniel Boone. <laughs> Daniel Boone, famous explorer. <laughs> this, this website it says Instagram star. Un underneath it says their occupation. <laughs> it's like here's. Instagram star, YouTube star, TikTok star, TikTok star, YouTube star, explorer. Because <laughs> Daniel Boone's right in between two TikTok stars on this list of celebrity birthdays. Does Daniel Boone have a, you know, uh, Davy Crockett was the king of the wild frontier. Yeah. Does Daniel Boone have a tagline like that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. But I could tell you that Michael Buffer is 78. Happy birthday, Michael Buffer. Who's that? Oh, let's get ready to rumble! That was his catchphrase. Happy birthday to Warren G. Harding. Warren G.? Warren G. Harding, former U.S. president. Do you want to know something? I was born... You're talking birthdays here. I was born... 100 years to the day that Warren G. Harding graduated from college. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? <laughs> now that is awesome. <laughs> What's his middle name? Gamaliel. How do you say it? Really? I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. But it's something like that. I thought it was just just, just uh, G. G-E-E. -E. <laughs> yeah. And I think that covers the celebrity birthdays for November 2nd. I thought you were looking up that middle name. Oh, no. Thanks again for joining us for Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. 
This was episode number 136. Special thanks to Dave Hill. His new book is out. I look forward to reading it or listening to it. Honestly, I'll probably just listen to the audiobook. I may go down to Morgan Stearns tomorrow and see if they have Although it. Although maybe I'll read the actual paper book. Who knows? You know, I'll keep you guys on your toes and let you know what I do. We're going to do episode number 137 next time. That's the plan. Mike, anything else on your heart? Feeling pretty good. All right. We'll be back. Right now, here is... Cluster with Hollywood. Bye!